Welcome to Sobriety Checkpoint. I'm your host, Felicia Hermley. I'm a 12-stepper turned therapist. I'm married and I have two littles under five. I love Jesus, but have had my fair share of struggling with church culture and religion. I know what it's like to be stuck in a restless, irritable, and discontent rut, drunk and sober. In this podcast, you're going to find solutions to navigating mental health, spirituality, and relationships to experience the peace you've been craving. It's time for that desperately sought-after solo target run. Grab your keys and let's go for a drive. There's no judgment or breathalyzer at this sobriety checkpoint. Welcome back to another episode of Sobriety Checkpoint. I'm excited to be doing a solo episode. And the topic that we're going to be discussing today is a positive inventory. I have been reading a book with a sponsee of mine called One Breath at a Time. This book is written by Kevin Griffin. It is about Buddhism and the 12 steps. I've been working with this particular sponsee for several years. We've worked the steps through the big book, through the 12 and 12. We've read Drop the Rock together on step six and seven. And she has been really curious about Buddhism. So, you know, she suggested that we read this book together. And it has been really, really insightful I've really been enjoying reading this and we actually just got off a call and we were reading a section about doing a positive inventory. And this is what it says. Thich Nhat Hanh encourages us to look closely at suffering, to see the pain in our own lives and the pain of others. He also says that suffering is not enough. We can't spend our lives focused solely on the first noble truth of suffering because we will lapse into despair. Instead, he says, we must find joy in our lives here and now. In this spirit, I find it helpful to make an inventory of my own positive qualities and actions, as well as the negative ones. The self-hatred that results in alcoholism can also make inventory a difficult process. There have been times when I've found my inventory to arouse more self-hatred rather than diffusing it. So be careful. It doesn't help to use self-examination as another way to criticize yourself. Positive inventory, too, can be difficult. A Theravadan nun tells about one of her students who was taking care of the monks and nuns on the rains retreat at her monastery. I asked her to do some planting on the grounds, and she was delighted to have that job. Before she started, though, I told her, every time you plant a tree, think of one of your virtues. The look of anguish on her face was as if I had asked her to clean the outhouses with her bare hands. Though an inventory of our failings may be difficult, an inventory of our virtues may be impossible. This may be a cultural quality of Westerners. Asian teachers are generally dumbfounded by the concept of low self-esteem. Many cultures find self-appreciation to be quite normal and natural. Some years ago, I played in a band with a brilliant Nigerian musician, Lofty Amo. When he introduced one of his songs, he would often say, here's a beautiful song I wrote. The rest of us in the band would cringe. How can he be so conceited? Then, after meeting some of Lofty's West African friends, we began to see that they all talked like this. It was an accepted practice in their culture. One of the people in my life that I have absolutely admired, who just exudes 
confidence and it is beautiful confidence. Um, I admire this in her because it's a quality that I would like to have as well. You know, reading this section here about, you know, this musician who said, here's a beautiful song I wrote. I would like to make a shift and, you know, talk about this is a great podcast episode that I did. I talk a lot about my podcast with my best friend. And one day she asked me, or I'm not exactly sure if it was a question, but basically it was that she was wondering when I was going to maybe stop questioning myself or doubting myself. I don't know if those were exactly her words, but I just always come to her surprised about certain things that are going on in my show, in my life. And she was just like, well, when are you going to stop being surprised? And, you know, because the kind of surprise that I am, there's a mixture of like a good surprise and also this surprise of how am I good enough for this? You know, I'm surprised that these things happen, you know, the amazing guests that I have on my show, you know, I've had guests, guests on that. I feel like, man, what, you know, what are you doing on my show? There's somebody else's show that's probably better. And my best friend is like, you know, when are you going to stop being surprised? You know, your podcast is good. You know, she, she is probably my number one fan. She listens to my show every single week and it means something to me that she does this. You know, she's my best friend. She's not in recovery and she listens to my show because it's a great show. That felt pretty good saying out loud, you know, this is a great show. <laughs> so it's it's just a really cool thing to, to reflect on. And I was thinking about the big book and the 12 and 12. I was thinking about the fourth step and, you know, putting down my assets and liabilities um, on paper. And as I was searching for information about assets, when I was looking through the big book and through the 12 and 12, it actually was a little bit difficult to find a section or, or even a paragraph that really focused on that really focused on assets. It seems like it's very much focused on, you know, resentment and character defects and things like that. And, you know, I think it is, I think it is a good thing to focus on, on those, but I've realized probably through growing up in a culture where, you know, you focus on maybe the negative things, the things that, you know, oh, this is what I need to work on. This is where I need to be better in my life. And yes, those things are good. But I think one of the things that I've noticed is that I take those striving to be better, but from a place of not good enough instead of I am good enough, I am enough, and I can still want more and be better. So coming to this place of being better and, and improving from a place of I'm already good enough. I'm exactly where I need to be and improving from there rather than from a place of deficit. And, you know, I think that that's one of the lessons that I'm going to, to tell myself. And just yesterday, I wrote an email to a couple of people who were on my bonus episode and shared with them about my insecurities and my imposter syndrome. And I 
almost wish that I could unsend that email and (laughs) share with them, you know, this was a great episode and I did a great job. You guys did a great job instead of the way that I wrote it. So I will end up sharing with them this particular podcast and saying, you know, I did a great job on that, on that episode. They did a great job on that episode. And it turned out to be a wonderful bonus that was just a really good experience. So like I mentioned, I felt like it was just really difficult to find a section on assets because I know whenever I've done a fourth step inventory, there always is a section at the end of the liabilities to write down what my assets are. And I couldn't find anything in the big book. So if anybody has a a section that says otherwise, I mean, I would love to hear from you. Um, I did find in the 12 and 12, and it was actually in the table of contents. It wasn't even in step four. And this is what it says. Step four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. How instincts can exceed their proper function. Step four is an effort to discover our liabilities. Basic problem of extremes and instinctive drives. Misguided moral inventory can result in guilt, grandiosity, or blaming others. Assets can be noted with liabilities. Self-justification is dangerous. Willingness to take inventory brings light and new confidence. Step four is beginning of lifetime practice. Common symptoms of emotional insecurity are worry, anger, self-pity, and depression. Inventory reviews relationships, importance of thoroughness. So that's the section that kind of gives information in the table of contents of what step four is all about. And, you know, it says assets can be noted with liabilities. That says that right in the middle. And it also says that willingness to take inventory brings light and new confidence. So even just the process of going through inventory can bring confidence to a person. I know that there is always the I don't know if it's a warning or, you know, just making sure that we don't beat ourselves up too much in the inventory process. And if we do, there goes emotional insecurity, worry, anger, self-pity, and depression. I think sometimes it's difficult to go through the assets because it's so uncomfortable because it's a practice that, you know, we're not used to regularly in our culture. I know that that's something that, you know, I just feel awkward kind of saying these things. And one of the things that I'm going to challenge you to do, this is one of the things that I've done in the past is write down what your assets are, you know, make a list of I am statements. I am beautiful. I am kind. I am generous. Whatever it is that you have as an asset that, that you love about yourself, write that down. If you're having a hard time writing down a list for yourself, Maybe ask some people who know are going to give you a kind answer. Ask them, you know, what is something that you you love about me or you like about me? Something that you think is special about me and write that down on your list. I'm going to do this practice again. It's been several years since I've done it. And between now and my next episode that I do solo, I am going to, I'm going to write it down. I'm going to, I'm going to make a list for myself. Another thing, lastly, that I wanted to share is that I just started doing coaching sessions with a listener and it has been amazing. It has been a really, really amazing process. 
I feel like I'm doing a great job. I have been really insecure around sharing that this is what I'm doing with you guys with as my listeners. And I wish that I would have been maybe more confident about this before, but you know, it, it's all about timing and it's okay that right now is the time that I'm feeling more comfortable with sharing this. It has been a good process. We've been talking about things like our um, authentic self, you know, the characteristics of our authentic self. And as I think about the the authentic self, which is, you know, the following characteristics, the self is calm and clear, curious, compassion, confident, courageous, creative, and connected. One word that I think sums up all of it is love. I think that, you know, at my core, I am a loving human that embodies calmness, clarity, curiosity, compassion, confidence, courage, creativity, and connectedness. I want to step more into that. I'm going to step more into that. And, you know, saying that here on the show is going to keep me accountable to that because there's been other things that I've said on the show that have actually kept me accountable as well that I'm sure I'll send, I'll share on future episodes. But like I mentioned, this has been a really great process working, doing coaching, which is different than my therapy practice and really working with someone to explore their authentic self, to explore the parts of them that experience life differently than the authentic self. And I'm still exploring that too. I'm taking a look at, you know, the parts of me that have a different experience than what is loving and confident and starting to love on those parts to bring healing so that those parts can also become more confident and calm and loved by me. And if you want more information about what the heck I'm talking about there, please reach out and, you know, schedule a call. I'd love to talk with you about what this process is all about. Just move closer and closer towards balance and emotional sobriety. I'd love to hear from you. So I really hope that you will reach out. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the show. I enjoyed the show and I think that it was a good one. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Before you go, please subscribe and leave a five-star written review. Reviews help boost my ratings, which helps other parents in recovery find my show. If you're interested in emotional sobriety coaching, please reach out and schedule a call. Check out the show notes for my contact info and social links. Don't forget to like, follow, and share with a friend. I'm super excited to know this podcast is helping you. Tune in Thursdays for the latest episode. I'll see you back here on your next target run. Until next time. We are stronger than we think we are. So fight and show your strength. I can't show you the way. from our God, living grace from our God, cause we are 
stronger than we think we are. So fight and show your strength. Good and grace from our God. Good and grace from our God. Good and grace from our God. Oh, good and grace from our God. Oh,